Welcome to Content Breaker. Featuring Static Dreads, Kaiju Kells, Strangely Entertaining, and The Zog Boy. Today's episode is Static Shock. Static Shock. Static Shock. Hello, and welcome to another podcast of Content Breaker, also an episode of Content Breaker, as we call it. Uh, I'm your host, Static Dreads, joined by um, Kaiju Kells, Static, and strangely entertaining, dear lord, (laughs) in Bow Before Zog. How are you guys doing today? Better than I am, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, A little system shocked, but all right. (laughs) Superhero static shock. That's right. I want Kills to finish the theme song. Keep going. That, bro, that's all I got. Oh, okay. <laughs> that is right, though. We are doing Static Shock this week. The person who inspires my name, my gamer tag, which is not Kai. But any, Pretty much. anyway, yeah. So <laughs> one of your just, favorite heroes. Yes. One of my favorite heroes as a child, voiced by one of my favorite voice actors, Phil Lamar. So it's just like. We're going to give you Christmas, and then we're going to give you what you want for Christmas. And then we're going to donate some that was, to other people so you can feel better about yourself. That's what it was like. Is that yeah, what man, the entire Green Lantern crossover episode is for you? Yes. Just double up on the Phil Lamar and just favorite heroes. Bruh, imagine being Phil Lamar, where you have an episode where you get to like twice the paycheck just to talk to yourself. <laughs> True that, though. Like, I wonder That'd if you did get twice the pay. Probably not, but probably not. He makes plenty. (laughs) Dang, my boy, dirty. Like, quick, we might have to do a whole podcast on Phil Lamar because whenever I think of Phil Lamar, yes, it's always static shock and voice acting, but there's also like the Hawk from that show, Big Time Rush. (laughs) He was a super. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) Like, but anyway, (laughs) today we are here for static shock. Superhero Static Shock. So, as anybody with any malicum of knowledge of the superhero genre probably doesn't know Static Shock. What's that? You mean modicum? Yes. Malicum, Manicum, Monica Lewinsky, all the same thing. So, but yeah, so we have Static Shock, who is a hero in the DCAU, who was established in the Milestone Comics, which was a comic... Specifically to showcase superheroes of color um, way back in like the 80s, I want to say. And his first debut into the TV medium was doing the DCAU Thrive in the 2000s. And that was with Static Shock, the show that premiered in 2000, which followed um, Bruce Timm's run of the DCAU shows with the Superman, um, Batman, Justice League and all that fun stuff. Which I feel like is one of the greatest like TV universes out there, in my humble, humble opinion. Hey, you know more I mean, than me. I just. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we covered that in a previous podcast, all about season one of Justice League uh, Unlimited. But I'm very much happy to talk about more about that <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's stick with Static for now. Let's stick with yeah. Static. So basically, Static is a played or is a hero named Virgil Hawkins, 
who lives in South Dakota and like kind of a the hood of South Dakota, really like all uh, I thought the city's name was just Dakota. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, the city's name was Dakota, <laughs> but my brain as a Dakota kid was like city. I know Dakota is an actual place, so this must be where it is. But <laughs> it did never really say where it was, I guess. But he was a hero who grew up in Dakota where there was a lot of gang violence and whatnot. And, you know, when you're in those situations, things happen. So he ends up in the wrong spot. He's not, he's a good kid. He doesn't do all this gang stuff and everything, but he ends up in the wrong spot because of following the wrong people. And he ends up at this huge gang brawl where there is an explosion of these chemicals that they've got in the city and just creates a whole bunch of bang babies. Uh, Comic book unexplained chemicals. What else can you do? Always the best kind of chemicals. It could be turtles. It could be superhumans. Who Who knows? knows? It could be (laughs) hairspray. No, I never hairspray, unfortunately. (laughs) But yeah, so... I mean, how um, else does he get his dress to stick up like that? True, true. It's called style. Um... Yeah, and the cool thing about Static is it was cre- or co-created by someone I love very much, um, Dwayne McDuff, who has done a lot of great stuff. He's worked on Ben 10, he's worked on Generator Rex, he's worked on Teen Titans. This dude is like a legend, and Static Shock, so yeah. of course, like, love this dude. <clears throat> but yeah, so basically, um, he goes through the peril of fighting these other metahumans who were there. At the site of this gang brawl, and you find out like there were there were people from like all walks of life there. There was just a homeless girl who was there who she didn't have a place to stay, so she got caught up in an explosion. There was someone who was just jogging by. There was like just all these innocent people who yeah. were caught in the crosshairs of this event as well. And you figure that yeah, out as there the were story some people in. there were some people who weren't even at the incident who end up getting powers because yeah. it was a gas. True, the chemicals true. were, um, they were a gas, so they just floated away with the wind or got stuck on people's clothes and then just radiated onto somebody else. Yep. Pretty much. That's how one of our characters gets their powers, but we'll talk about that in a minute, I'm sure. True, true. So, um, did we all watch Static Shock? I know, of course, I did yeah. multiple times. I did. As you should have. Mm. Kels, did you watch Static Shock? Bruh. Fervently. Good. It was one of those shows in rotation on WB, like, every Saturday morning, checking this out. Like, show it to me. Yeah, and I know you did too, Zog, that you watched that shock. (laughs) Hell yeah. I was always sad if I didn't get home in in time to actually catch the new episode. Yeah. I would cheer up around the time Batman Beyond came on, though. True, true. I guess the thing for me, though, well, well, there's many things for me, but I identify with Static for, you know, obvious reasons. Young black kid with dreads. But also, like, he just, like, he was, like, he felt like a relatable teenager to me. I feel like he was the first, because this was, like, 2000. I was, like, six. So I feel like this was the first time, granted, I wasn't a teenager yet, but I was still, like, a kid who did kid stuff and stupid things. Um, So I felt like that was, I wasn't seeing, like, a grown-up hero. I was seeing a hero who was still a kid. Plus, like, electricity and lightning. If I if I could ever have a superpower, it would always be between, like, fire and, like, electricity and lightning. 
So static was in like the color scheme again, blue and purple and black was like my go to as well. So my three favorite colors, I was just like, there's so much wind here. <laughs> like, hey, when the stars wind align, wind. man. Yeah. It's like the show knows who I am. <laughs> so You know what really like speaks to me with, with this when I'm sitting here thinking about it? It's like the early 2000s superhero cartoon version of Fresh Prince. And that same sort of like, here's some comedy. Let's meet you where you are. Let's like talk about the hard shit of life. No, yeah, like, I, I definitely, I definitely agree. That. Yeah, like, we're not afraid to kick your heart in the dick. Like, <laughs> oh my god, yes. Like, there is definitely a lot of scenes in Static Shock, and even with the plot as well. I just remember like, there's. We'll get to the moments in like a minute. But just like off the head, if you told me that series, a cartoon series that made me like cry or feel things more than Static Shock, I couldn't give you one, most likely. Because I, mean, I probably think it's an anime, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, anime is a different story. Even then, yeah, it's few and far between. Because as a kid who also grew up in Detroit in a big city, like all the stuff that you've seen here is real. Like the story of the homeless girl. Real. The story of the gang wars. Real. The story of just like being stereotyped for what you look like and like mm-hmm. having friends of a different color and you go over to their house and their parents are racist and you're just like, well, this is awkward. Like, guns. Mm hmm. Just, oh boy. So, like, one of the cool things that also happened about Static Shock, it had, since it was in the DCAU, it could have hella crossovers as well. And, I feel like the most prominent one I remember is the Batman one because it happened twice. Oh, oh yeah, well, yeah. I was about to uh, say, not the Green well, Lantern yeah. one. There was one with uh, Kevin Conroy, uh, Bruce Wayne Batman, and then there was another one that had uh, Terry McGinnis, uh, Batman Beyond, get straight up flown and flung into the future. Yeah, and, well, no, because, yeah, you're right. I guess the Green Lantern one was prevalent as well. But um, the Batman one, like, I just remember because you got to see a new part of Static. You got to see him be kind of suave at the end of the episode. And he got a compliment from Batman. And as a kid, I was like, that's like my idol telling my other idol he's good enough. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was was wilding. That's fair, though. That's fair. I always loved that episode. Uh, specifically because it was uh, him going so far out of his way just to help somebody else, just to help a friend he kind of knew. Yeah, and like when she's asked, she's like, why'd you go this far from me? And he's like, I'd do anything for a girl from my hood. And then he like became, I don't even know how he he pulls a Batman. (laughs) Yeah, and like Batman is just like the kids got style. And I was like, okay. Okay, and then at the end of the episode, Batman reveals that he's freaking Bruce Wayne, the static. And I'm just like, <laughs> hype. Can't, can't so really hype. get much of a, you can't really get much of a better compliment from Batman you really than him can. willingly just telling you, by the way, this is who I am. True, true. And, but then like you said, you had Strange about the Green Lantern crossover episode. 
Yeah, no, that's the one that's, uh, that I really remember. I mean, I remember the Batman stuff, but the Green Lantern one, I would remember because it opened up on like the train shot with uh, Green Lantern like, oof, you know, <laughs> he just rolls out of the train. I'm like, what happened? Yeah, the whole fallen hero thing. And like, green's one of my favorite colors. So like, yeah, <laughs> I was like, no, Green Lantern. Was- now that episode was raw too, because it was like about role models and like how basically you can't believe everything like... You see, Don't judge him books by a cover. Yeah, and then like when he got the power up of Static working with him, and then they're like now it's coming back. Static Shock had like I feel like the most crossovers of any DCAU show. Like I just can't believe that was part well, of season. That's four. fair. They he also had a crossover yeah. with the entire Justice League. Yes, and <laughs> not just the, the individual. <laughs> yes, and the. <laughs> They brought the NBA in and was just like, here's five of our uh, most notable players. Let's make a Power Rangers for this episode. Yeah, it was like Yao Ming, (laughs) um, Shaq. Was it Kobe? Like, dang. I I don't remember, to be honest with you. (laughs) No, like, okay, I typed in Hoop Squad on Google, and it was the first (laughs) thing that came up. Okay, we had... Let me see. We had. Why is it like this? Okay. So. Yeah, we had Steve Nash, Yao Ming, Carl Malone, and Tracy McGrady. Like, that's so wild. Like, those are the like the four biggest players at that time in 2000. Like, Tracy McGrady was a beast. Carl Malone, Yao Ming, and Steve Nash. Okay, so. Like, I guess there was no Shaq. I, for some reason, feel like I remembered Shaq, but I was. I was mistaken, but yeah, no, the hoop squad was a great episode and it's just, I just remember like, like so many different freaking vibes of static shock and so many characters going in there and coming. Yeah. Honestly, I have to say one of my favorites though, is the old man team up where he teamed up with essentially his, 60s counterpart soul power yeah but him and anasi uh, yes. Were yes the greatest like original characters now soul power i'll have you know was supposed to be black lightning but dc was like nah we have to pay royalties on that shit can't use him so soul power comes in but like yet one season totally later hey here's the justice league <laughs> Man, like I like the Soul Power episode again. That was like really, that was really good as well. Because he's I just I remember like I love the different uses. By, if she was like Soul Power, are you watching Soul Train? I'm like, no, I'm watching Static Shock. <laughs> She's like, what? And she sat down. She was like, mm-hmm, it was like that back then. And I was just like, oh my God. so like, and then like, so speaking of Soul Power, speaking of like the other characters in Static Shock like his team ups with characters in and out of the Static Shock universe but like mainly in like I remember Shabak or Shebang like oh yeah Shebang like she was sounds familiar hold on oh my god (laughs) y'all keep talking no 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 yeah. Also, Shaq was in Static Shock. He just wasn't part of the Hoop Squad. He was in a different episode himself. So that's when my brain was like, "Oh, okay." But <coughs> makes no, sense. So, yeah. So Shebang was a 
manufactured human, if I believe correct. And something like that. She wasn't yeah. a bang baby, but she had powers like a bang baby. Yeah, she was made in the lab by like two parents or two people. Um by some, Jonathan and Dolores Vale. Yeah, and they like were like she was made to serve under like I forget the name of the villain, which me being ill prepared, I guess. It was like Dr. Todd or something. No, it was the guy who could like absorb anything. And like he had oh, a huge I remember now. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> he so, has like a super high density density? density? Oh, oh he's Colossus. Yes, Colossus basically. <laughs> so yeah, so that whole thing happens and like they meet her and she's like super acrobatic is her power or something, like super strong. She's super strong in uh uh agility. That's what yeah, and I yep. guess enhanced like, agility and strength. So yeah, so she's trying to like I guess get with not like get with Static, but she doesn't trust anybody. She's trying to save her parents and all this whole thing, and then like she ends up betraying Static and Gear, and that was a whole thing. They had to build trust, and I was just like, I'm I was kind of glad she never became like the third member of the group. But, like, I, I mean, remember had, her being, like, super cute and, like, also me having a crush on her. I was like, yo, this is a super cute girl. And, like... So, it was the parent trap. Yeah. Sorry. With Heavy Man? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. That. Heavy Man, yeah. But yeah. They always had, like, this rotating third slot where random uh, other Bang Babies would just show up and be like, hey, I'm going to be, be your uh, third team member for this week. Yeah, because you had um, the time one, I remember. Um, time zone. I time think. code. Yeah, time, time code. code. Yeah. You had yeah. time code, and her whole power was, or yeah, time zone. Her whole power was like, she was one of the people, I think, was just walking her dog or something. And she got the ability to go back in time. So Virgil was like, I'm going to use your power to go back in time to see my mom and save her. From the Dakota riots, and that episode, ooh, wow. like to this day, I still have trouble watching that episode. Probably now more so than ever, because like she's just like he saves her, but then she still dies because she can't give up on her duty to save other I mean, people. She was a medic, so she was going out in an ambulance and helping people during the riots. Yeah. So and fuck. Yeah, she like, was just. Doing no, her job, it was hard. trying to help like, people. <sighs> and like the last thing, you know, Virgil said to her was just like, "Promise you'll stay here, that you won't go and help anyone." Like, just promise me. And then he runs. He gets back to the present, and he runs back in time, just like to see her. Like, or he runs to his house to see her, and she's not there, and she still died that night. And I just remember like that scene. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, Lord. Like, there were so many great scenes like that with other characters, like when Rubber Band Man, like, couldn't read. Man, Rubber Band Man, though. Yeah, I remember that, because I actually, growing up, like, I kind of connected with that. I had a hard time reading, like, because I came from a private school to the public school, because that's just how life worked out, and I didn't really get a chance to learn how to read, so I was kind of made fun of. But I was like, man, this episode, oh, this speaks to me. <laughs> but he learned how to read, and it was great. And then there was, like, the whole, like, hey, kids, dyslexia is a real problem. I was like, what? Are you talking to me? Like, what? Like, what yeah. Like, I, I never really got into the whole, 
we're going to try having our own after school specials. I mean, I've, I appreciated the mess them reinforcing the message for the uh, episode and everything, but I can never really get into that aspect. Yeah, maybe, I was kind of glad they dropped like, it later. Uh, yeah, maybe like uh, like uh, like the Sonic says stuff. I don't know. Yeah, don't know. that was the thing for a while. I'm not sure why most cartoons around that time did that. I guess because the probably so we wouldn't be pricks like, like today's generation. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, like bruh. <laughs> if I'm being bad. real, like just yeah. so you're saying at I the mean, end of Steven Universe they should have now remember everybody. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Trauma the, people, is a thing. <laughs> the people today did have some did have those things and they're still pricks. So <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's part of our demographic so let's not call them a hundred percent anyways let's talk about well, our two boys i mean not everybody static is, but... and gear yeah. yes like that whole relationship like bruh so static and gear was like honestly like the first interracial friendship i witnessed in my life like being a hundred percent real like really yeah uh-huh. Like gave us hope, man. It Me really did. Like, hope. <laughs> like, I mean, like I remember when I first moved here and like I had my first white friend and I was like, yo, like, are you the gear to my static? And he was like, What? I was like, okay. And then I went to high school <laughs> and he became my true gear. Because <laughs> he actually yeah, got that, that order. <laughs> like Are you the gear no. to my static? What is that? We're never talking ever again. Oh gosh! <laughs> and I love the whole like relationship between them. Like uh, for the first two, and I didn't even till uh, till I just looked. Like Gear doesn't show up till season three, or at least Richie doesn't get his powers till season three, which is crazy. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he's just, like a. Go on, go on. He was just a real ass friend for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Like the man in the chair, like helping. Stat, like he was the first one that Virgil came to. Once he got his powers, yeah. like, hey, what's going on? Well, Did, out. Didn't even like, tell his family. It's just like, hey, yo, man, uh, guess what? I got powers now. Like, he really, Although, I mean, and. Uh, like, sorry, finishers. Oh, no, I was going to say, like, in throughout, like, the, the seasons and stuff, I think, looking back, you can actually see, like, yeah, he does actually start getting smarter, like, very slowly. So it's like they had that planned or something. I don't know. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, was, yeah no. Nice little touch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the two biggest Richie moments for me that stick out are the gun episode where he gets shot. Yep. And the episode, well, I know it should be him becoming gear, but, like, the runaway Richie episode where he had, like, straight up. Because, like, as I get older, I think about how crazy it was for, like, Richie to confront his father about being a racist because I remember I had a friend in high well, I knew a person in high school, I'll say that, who their parent was racist, and then they didn't want to confront their parent. They just kind of quietly dealt with it. And I was like, Richie whole ass was like, I hate you, Dad, and your stupid racism. Like, screw you, I'm leaving. Like, in the middle of a snowstorm. Like... And because his friendship to Stag was that, or Virgil was just that important. And like, I just remember that episode being like super, super real because the dad wasn't like, it's like they never said, like, it was a build up to him being racist. It wasn't just like, I hate this kid. 
is like, is he the reason why you listen to this music? And he's like, I got it. And then he's like, you hear the conversation. He's like, it's bad enough. I got to deal with these people at work. And then I come one and there's one in my own house. I'm like, holy shit. Like, that yeah. was, that's really. <laughs> I'm like, they, they, they didn't, didn't necessarily, like, they didn't necessarily use the, uh, use specific words, but you got the message. <laughs> you you get the message without it. Um, and like, me uh, watching the show as a kid, like Richie being the one white kid who's not a douche in this show. I'm not <laughs> saying like all of them are. I'm just saying like you know like I mean, being the being the best friend and the hero and stuff. Plus he he wore green. Uh, <laughs> was green. a favorite color growing up. Uh, and like yeah, man, that's like number one on your list. He's like it's green. It's He's green. not a dick. Like. <laughs> And like he also, they also showed like because I had never experienced somebody who was like super smart as like a superhero. Like I always thought of like somebody like Superman. Like oh, like that's a superhero right there. But Richie's like, no, I'm just super smart. And I got like stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I like that actually. I mean, I do feel like I agree with it. I do feel like Gear was the first hero I saw that didn't have like. I mean, he did have superpowers, but like the super intellect power. Like, you know, now that I'm thinking about it, he's just like a uh, budget Iron Man. Yeah. Like, he, yeah, no, like totally. instead of just buying all the stuff he needs to actually do the super smart stuff, he has to scrounge around and actually like take scraps, but he's, he's still making all this all this awesome stuff. Yeah, like Yeah, because I'm I'm sitting here thinking and I'm like, he's he's super smart and he's super like techno, but he's not shown as like this like archetypical nerd. Like no, yeah, Which is really the like different a, thing. Yeah, he was like a normal, like, uh, like, what? I'm really trying to remember. I don't know. I don't think they ever elaborated what he really liked, but I know he wasn't a nerd. Well, he was a nerd, but he wasn't like a, I am just a nerd. This is my personality. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was just yeah, he a liked, smart He was kid. really into comics. Um, He was really into superheroes, too. That's like kind of because he fangirl over the Justice League. Like super hard, <laughs> which again, I, you know, who wouldn't like? Honestly, I but, would. Yeah, I, and then you got Virgil. I specifically is, remember an episode where he's just where they're tired after some long night patrol, and Static just makes the comment, "I don't know how Batman does it," and <laughs> Gears just like, "I don't know, maybe just some rich guy who work who just goes out during the night and can sleep all day." Oh my god, he is, isn't he? <laughs> oh, <laughs> he yeah. just starts pointing at Static. It's just like, you know, you tell me. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember that episode. Like, and then they're like, there would be issues. It's like, this is a problem for like, I think so. There was one that's like, like, can we call Wonder Woman or something? Like, hit this pretty hard or something. And he's like, I think Static was like, yeah, I'm, I didn't get to meet her. She wasn't there when I was on the Watchtower or something. It was either Superman or Wonder Woman. I think it was Superman. Actually, now I think about it. But um, uh, yeah, no, and then I like, don't remember. Gear also named their base, which, which is the best base name in all of comics, in my opinion, the abandoned gas station of solitude. Like, because that's literally their base, just an abandoned gas station that they kind of souped up and work out of. Like, Static is just, I mean. He uses a trash nobody. can lid to fly them, around. Find them? What's that? 
Did anybody find them? Uh, Shebang did. Shebe- oh, yeah, that's right. Shebang well, broke in and saw them without their masks on. That's how she found <laughs> out their identities. Yeah, yeah they had the wrong mask. <laughs> no, didn't Static, he always used, like, a manhole, but then later he got, like, a well, it was, one or something like that? It was really whatever, like, flat surface he could stand on and, like, use to hover around and fly around the city. Either a manhole or trash can lid. Later, Richie developed, like, this flat metal disc he could just, like, keep in his pocket. But... Yeah. Eh. But... That took some time. Yeah, did you guys have, like, a favorite character... Mm. I feel like saying, I'm not even gonna say it, but like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so like, three for me. One, I really appreciated Virgil's dad. Yes, yeah, Mr. As Hawkins. A character. Very wise man. I, I wise. loved the episode where he found out who uh, Virgil was. Yeah, yeah, man. Like, like the whole him trying to like work his ass off and like provide a life for his son and like also his son has to go and live his fucking life and learn his dumb ass lessons yeah. <laughs> and be a fucking superhero like and he only has an idea until it's like he has no idea yeah and it's like oh my oh my god like can you imagine being that dad your kid comes home and he's like a superhero and he's not like selling drugs or like smashing women or like anything you expect or know how to deal with. Kind I mean, of. Yeah. I think like, that would be the like, best outcome out of all the, I know. Cause he could no, die. Yeah. yeah any he's moment. literally putting his life I mean, in he danger. He could die selling drugs too, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Except I mean, he's that's look, like real life. He's yeah. looking at it. It's just kind of like, well, at least it's not all this horrible other shit, but <laughs> I still want you coming home. <laughs> At least and, it's and, not crack. <laughs> and part, and but like part of that is like for his dad, it's like this is beyond my comprehension. This is stuff I will never know the strength of. Like I will never know the villains trying to murder you, and like the peril of the world. I just know I care about you, my kid, making it home. And like I appreciate him as a as a character, like trying to teach this fucking superhero kid how to be like a person, and less like how do you save the universe? Yeah, because that's just as important. Who are the other two for you? Um, Static from the Batman Beyond crossover. Hell yeah! To see old Static with a gray dread in him, yeah, bomb as fuck. Um, and then just gear, like gear being. The best friend and like being like progressing and like being a contributing member of the team, both like with his mind and with his like talent. Like that was cool to see. No, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. Yeah. Um, Gear is me, the truest of homies. True, true. For me, it would probably be um it would be static for sure. And like you said, gear and just some other notable characters. Like, I really, really liked Ebon as the villain, like, the shadow yeah, character. Because, like, he was, like... He always freaked me out every time. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like, I don't and, like this guy. And the way he would just, like, intimidate people. Like, and he... Like, I remember when they were trying to figure out who Static was and I like, kidnapped Richie to do it. And, like, he was like, I don't want to go after the wrong guy, even though it was, like, Ebon's still trash. Like, he has a code of ethics to the streets. Like, mm-hmm. and I just remember, <laughs> like, he just, 
Ebon is just like always on one, like scheming and just like at the end when it's just like him and Hot Streak who just go through that whole like we're gonna turn into a giant monster because we just don't know when to quit. Well, they just don't want to lose their powers because that's when like that's the end of the series, by the way. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> they everybody starts losing their powers because they've been secretly releasing like a a cure, and they're like, uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want, but and then we it, all, to, a lot of the other bad guys are like, I don't know, that sounds kind of nice, actually. No, yeah, like, just lose her power. Like Talon is the main one that you see. She loses her power, and she's like, I can be freaking normal again, bet. So, but yeah, I would say those are my top three: Static Gear and Ebon, um, with honorable mention or Rubber Band Man for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, and um, Anasi. Oh yeah, he oh, was pretty lit. Yeah, freaking the, the Zoro from. Uh, Ghana, like oh, yeah. <laughs> spider <laughs> guy or whatever. Yeah, the whole was, yeah, not like it's just him cold chilling, like upside down on statics, like flying saucer, was the dopest shit back in the day. Like just mm-hmm. he just has hands crossed. He was just chilling with the illusions and all that, and he just had the cool African proverbs. He would spot out in the middle of fighting, like. Oh, and I remember when they went to Africa. That's another thing I love about Static Shock. They went to Africa and they weren't like, oh, it's a barren wasteland. I'm like, nah, Africa's freaking popping. Mm-hmm. Like, anyway. Strange. You, had a, you had mentioned something earlier uh, about how the Green Lantern thing was like the mentor acknowledging uh, an idol or whatnot. Yeah. I love how based on like two or three episodes with a Nazi broken up between like two or three seasons you basically get the same effect it's especially with his last episode i think it was the the episode where they went to africa static's just like i wish we had a hero like you back back home he just looks at him and just goes they do and he's my hero yeah. too <laughs> oh. yeah the feels too real. Uh. Yeah, man. Having Anasi be like this original character to the series and also be this like mentor figure to Virgil is like just as great as like to your point, Green Lantern uh, showing up and having like one episode. Yeah, like mm-hmm. there is there was so much good in Shock. I feel like I talked forever. But um, <laughs> Zog, Strange, who are your favorite characters? Uh, well, I mean, I do like Gear. Like, don't get me wrong, and Static. Like, if I had to choose a, really besides them, I I don't really really have a. I mean, Ebon was a good villain. I do like Shiv's abilities, even though he kind of sucked at using them for yeah, the most he was, part. He was so like he had such a good potential, but then he just sucked as. I'm just like, dang, so dumb. Like, he's dumb. For a long time, I thought his name was Shank. I'm like, you make solid light inner. You can do so much with that. What are you? What is your problem? (laughs) It's like the whole man. But you, you, you're telling me that Little Romeo wasn't your favorite static character? Oh, no. my gosh. <laughs> no, that was Coolio for me. No. <laughs> Bruh. No. Y'all remember that Coolio cameo? Like, just... Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so, Zach, who was yours? Do you have a favorite character? Uh, man, I, I just left the show. Uh, if... Honestly, if, he, if I had to pick, like, a favorite character, it would probably be, like... Uh, one of the show's original characters, just 
and like kind of like a one-off person, like a Nazi or Soul Power. Yeah, no, that's true. But uh, I don't really know. I just like watching the show. True, you're right. You're right. I remember the Jamaican kangaroo with a huge feet. I never liked oh it. <laughs> I never liked it for some reason. I just like. Uh, I just remember him, and then you had the. I, I remember him. I didn't like him though. I can't remember like, the name of that one hero who was like, who, oh, split screen. That's what it was. Like the fat dude who had the tornado power, who wore the clothes that were too short or like too small. <laughs> Bro, nickname Heavy C. Yeah, come on, like, <laughs> Lord. So here's one thing: moments like. Did you guys, I know there are like so many moments in Static Shock, but like you guys had like a favorite one that made you feel or like an episode, like I'm going to cheat and go first because I know me and Strange probably have the same one, but like for me, it was, I know Zara talked about like not liking the after school specials, I told you how to do things and all that, but for me, like it's like Static Shock would take those after school specials and make them like a whole episode, but like give you the good actual meat and potatoes without the patronizing bullcrap. So, like, and for me, that was like the episode Permafrost. Mm-hmm. When you had the little girl who had ice powers and she wasn't necessarily a villain. She was just homeless. Like, her mom had died and her dad had abandoned her and she was on the street and she had a sick mother like, who literally died like and she just ran away from the child service agent because she didn't know what to do and she was cold and she got like the powers from the bang baby and you just and you see that episode like where she's like scared and I'm feeling she doesn't know how to control her powers and the statics like yo I could be a hero or I could be like a hero hero and he just goes the extra mile to like help her and then at the end you see she gets taken in by the church and just she was crying man that, that episode that episode. Yeah. I just want to be clear real quick. The whole uh, after school special thing, that's because so- sometimes, specifically with the dyslexia one, after the episode was over, they would sometimes have an explanation of what the show, what the episode was about. Like they went into explaining what dyslexia was. It's not bad, but it, to me, it kind of like, uh, was just an extra thing I didn't need and didn't really care about. It's not that it's the episode that tackled it was great. And like you said, taking those after school special ideas and talking or like showing them in a real thing, a real way, or at least as real as this show can take them. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. I love that. It's just that whole after school special feel for like those tagged on things. That's what I was talking about. That's what I didn't like. And, and you know, I could, I could see that. It's like if you're giving me a, a show like Fresh Prince, don't hit me with the schoolhouse rock at the end. Yes. <laughs> that is a much better analogy <laughs> and a much better way to put that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody else have any moments that made them feel things that wasn't permafrost? 
Uh, maybe not one that made me feel things. I mean, besides the permafrost episode, because again, that's probably the most memorable one. And besides the one where they go in the future, um, with Batman Beyond, like I always remember specifically the episode with Trapper. I think is his name. He's the rat dude, right? N- no. Mm. Wait. Um. Not Trapper. Speed Warp. Speed Warp. The guy who like put a belt on. He like ran super fast. Uh, I just remember like at the end when he like his <laughs> device malfunctions and then he's just oh, like yeah, he's stuck running permanently super being slow. slow yeah, forever. like he hates. Yeah. yeah, he like hates static for some reason. Like, and he I was like remember. an off-brand Flash. His name was Weird Eddie or Eddie. Weird Eddie. Um, just yeah, that was his nickname. Anyways, um, I don't know why. Like yeah. that episode always stuck out to me for some reason. I don't know. I know there was like a lot of episodes where there was like students, like or kids. From- oh, I remember yeah. why. Because he got picked on. That's why I, he got, I got bullied, bullied school, and then so, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like school shooter scenario episodes in that I shot, where it's like. And then there was a literal school shooter episode, but um, like <laughs> oh, when gosh. characters were bullied and mistreated into becoming like villains when they got the powers, like Malene Spalding, who like got some weird overpowered power to make people zombies for her. Yeah, that uh, that was weird. Yeah, and then there was like the episode, like the ragtag episode, where the dude, homeless dude, wasn't homeless, like. To give other people powers and like basically was a metaphor for being addicted to cocaine and other drugs. Yeah. I also remember um the episode where like the CEO for the company that made the gas that turned people into bang babies, his son just like went uh complete crazy trying to get his mm-hmm. dad's attention and just made a suit with a whole bunch of bubbles that he could pop and uh, exert a bit of the gas so he would just gain a whole new superpower every time he popped one. Wow. Yeah, I'm with, I remember that. I, yeah. Like Balma, but with, like, airplanes and shit. Yeah. Sort Sorry. of. But yeah, he went complete power mad. Tr- basically, instead of just like, hey, Dad, pay attention to me, did a complete 180, blamed his dad for any problems he had, and went to murder his own dad. <laughs> It'd be like that. Yeah. It put Static in a real bind. <laughs> <Maybe>. sen- <laughs> <laughs> it put Static in a real bind, considering if Static went to stop him, he could expose his secret identity. But if he didn't stop him, he'd basically um, be a witness and complicit to something like that and of course the kid ends up being self-destructive and <laughs> gets turned to stone yeah which i don't know if they ever stopped him from being stone no they do yeah they did they did they the, turned him back it's a couple seasons later after the ceos run his course about being a villain uh yep. static almost ends up giving up his own life to end up to save the kid. Same kid Which who fun. basically nearly destroyed his life, but still. Yep. Yeah. Didn't the kid I mean, lose hey, his memory or something? Heroes do. And after that episode, I think both the kid and the dad just kind of got written out of the story. They never became an issue again. 
Fun fact, the gas that we keep talking about is called quantum vapor. That's, I think, where we learn what it is. Mm. Uh, yep, that's the episode we learn. Okay. I always just referred to it as the gas because that's what the early show referred to it as. Either I mean, the yeah, Big Bang the, or the gas. The, the, the official name is quantum vapor. And like throughout the rest of the show, they still call it they still call it the gas pretty much. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I would too, you know. But, yeah, so, I mean, the cool thing is Static Shock is now available on HBO Max. Um, so, check it out. Where also, my Blu-ray release? What's that? Where my Blu-ray release? Yeah. Nowhere. Well, Zog writes, um, I don't know who you would write to get the release. Um, we're going to try, yeah, we're going to try WB first. And if that doesn't work, we'll try HBO. And if that doesn't work, we will just make our own Blu-ray and sell it. Ha 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 ha. I have no idea how we start really with illegal, that. Actually, I'm pretty sure it's very illegal. You heard it here first, folks. We are not doing that at all. <laughs> so, thank God. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh, thanks for joining us here on Content Breaker, the podcast with the Mobcast and the Best Cast. Um. Definitely watch Static Shock if you haven't seen it. Um, it's 50-plus episodes of greatness. Um, one of the best cartoons ever created. Could not do it justice within this podcast time. So you might see some more content from Static Shock from the boys and I. Um, but Maybe yeah. on our YouTube channel? Yes, for the time being. Yes, on our YouTube channel. That's right, Strange. Way to, way to put that out there. Um, but for the time being, you can catch this podcast and others like it on Spotify or iTunes or Amazon or wherever podcasts are heard. Um, you can also catch the other project, YTSP, your typical genre protagonist, on those same platforms. Um, you can find us on Twitter, at Content Breaker. Um, we all each have our own individual handles as well. You can find me at Static Dreads. You see there? That's why... That's why I did this, because Static Dreads, Static... Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, Strange, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me uh, on Strangely Entertaining on the YouTubes, or just look up Nerd Edification Hour, or they can find me on Twitter, that's at Strangely Entertaining. Yes, yes, and, you know, Zog, you can find him... Here. Here, and <laughs> his here. own YouTube, which he will be putting back up. So, yeah. You can catch us next time, and we will see you, or hear you, or watch you next time as well. We're not watching you. You'll, you can listen to us. You can join you. us next time, where we may put another shock to your system. Wow. <laughs> family. Proud family. <laughs> I, I gotta listen to that intro again, my bad. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. Bye.